Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. Tiny, tiny little hagglers. I don't know where our kids get this idea. It's going to be interesting. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but. Our kids believe that everything in the world is open to negotiation. I they really do. I've seen it done before. I'm just I, I'm just saying they they think they can negotiate with us. We'll talk about it. Uh, Episode number six hundred eighty-two bargaining. So the calls. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email rwty show at gmail Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're fantastic. So. Speaking of bargains, I've noticed something intriguing, and I'm not sure if I should feel elated by it or scared by it. Everybody knows I'm a big ebook reader. It's what I do. I love ebooks. I don't buy regular books mm-hmm. unless there's absolutely no other choice. But I've noticed a trend among authors who, when they first start self publishing, they're like, eh, five bucks. And then a couple of days later, they're like three bucks. And now pretty much all self publishing authors have at least half their books at 99 cents right right and this seems pretty cool because i can get books for 99 cents Mm -hmm. but as a writer it seems a little not cool because i would like to make more than 35 cents a book that i sell you know what i'm saying yeah but if you're self-publishing them don't you get to keep most of that 99 cents no no amazon okay here's how it works amazon has a tiered pricing structure Mm -hmm. so below 299 you only get i think it's like right at 40 percent right from 99 cents to, to 4.99 i think you get to keep 70 percent, something like that right but people are finding out that they actually make more money by pricing their book lower because they sell way more right. like one guy was to give an example yeah, he sold the book at 2.9 bigger audience then. yeah he sold the book at 2.99 and he was selling about 300 copies a month and then he dropped it to 99 cents and so now he's selling a thousand copies a week so it's like way fucking more but will all books go back to being 99 cents i don't know I don't know what the answer. It's weird. I doubt it. It's weird. I, I feel especially weird since I have something out with an agent right now. I'm like, I don't even know if I want you to fucking have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm like tortured by it. I'm like, what if she comes back with an offer for me? Then what do I do? Do I go, no, decided to do it myself. <laughs> Better think about it. I, I am. I'm tortured by it. That's why I haven't written the last chapter of that book. There's one chapter of this book that's not written. Because I, I can't commit. That is ridiculous. I'm, I'm just, you don't you don't know. It's hard. It's weird. Weird. But my next book, the uh, Tentacle Dwarf Mutant Fisting book, is going to be very popular. Why'd you tell everybody now? They'll know who you are. They're not going to know. You are you going to publish under a pseudonym? You kind of have to publish that kind of stuff under a pseudonym. You don't. Anybody are you going to have a girl name? Because that's what I would do. Female authors are popular right now. <sighs> you know what? Okay, I'm going to be honest. I sat down and tried to make myself write one of these things. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. You mean a sexy time vampire or yeah, monster I can't do book? It. I can't do it. I can't do it. Do you feel I silly? I feel silly, and then I get to the point where I start to feel unpleased that I'm perpetuating it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I don't care if a million people it's want unpleased this word. Thing. Displeased, maybe. <sighs> Again, I get paid to write. You and I don't. edit. No, you're not. You don't edit shit. You just go. Mm. I don't. I don't like this. 
That's that's this is Kim's. Oh, this come is, on. This is Kim's editing. Nope. That is not true. Try again. Well, let me ask you this. That is not true. You've, I gave you a short story two months ago. It is less than 5,000 words. Have you read it? I thought that was the same thing. No, it's not. No. You would know that if I you. Because I read the other one. You would know that if you cared. But you don't. So we were talking earlier about the fact that Thing 3 negotiates fucking everything now. Even things that we tell her up front mm-hmm. are not negotiable. Like, here's a good example. Well, I have to get mean now. Well, this is the thing. She thinks that when we say you can do this thing today, and okay, here's a good example. She wanted to go over one of her friend's house today. I was not really behind the idea because I don't like this one of her friends, right? Okay. She goes over there and we said, you need to be home at six o'clock. Fine. At six o'clock, the phone rings and she wants to know if she can stay till seven, right? We say no. But by doing that, she's actually gotten to spend an extra 20 minutes at her friend's house. By constantly battering? By... But, I mean, to what end? She couldn't have enjoyed herself because she, she spent the whole time no. asking. She, it doesn't bother. It doesn't bother. She thinks she won because she got to stay there till 620. So Do you understand dumb. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I don't think parents should ever negotiate with their kids, except in very rare circumstances. Right? Like, you can negotiate them down, which we've often used that trick. You know what I mean? Right, lowball them. Yeah, where the kids want to mm-hmm. do something, and you're like, eh, you can do that, but you got to be home by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You know, and then you get them home at 6 o'clock, and you're like, okay, fine, I win. Well, I finally just got tired of her pestering me, and I told her if she asked me again, she would not be allowed to do anything for the rest of the month. Yeah, that's what you have to do with her. Now, to, here, here's the problem that we have. While we have adopted the hardline no negotiation stance, the rest of the world is not cooperating with us. And here's a perfect example. She went to the mall. Now, our kids are not the kind of kids that go hang out at the mall all the, every, all, all the time, right? right? Once a week, really no more than twice a month do our kids go to the mall. And they always, you know, can I have five bucks? Can I have ten bucks? Fine, here's ten bucks. Get the fuck out of here. Not, it's not too much. But ten bucks isn't really enough to buy anything at the goddamn mall, right? You can buy some cheap jewelry made in china probably laced with cadmium and lead from claire's or you could buy a book or but that's about it and she had her eye on these fucking pillow pets you know what i'm talking about right i think everybody knows what they are if you don't know what they are they're a pillow that transforms into a stuffed animal and they exist solely for the reason that and this is hilarious some company had an, a surplus of pillows that they could not import in the united states because of the duty fees on pillows were too high so they turned them into pets toys that could be either one and toys don't have the same import duty so bring them on in and they cost like 15 bucks and they, they sell them at the kiosk in the mall now i have a pretty strict i'm not buying shit from a kiosk in the mall policy because it's always junk yeah. it's, it's always junk it's always shit you don't need it's like here's a special diabetes cream for your hands and feet no you're selling it to people trying to convince them it'll stop their feet from rotting off from the diabetes and that's bad or hair pieces. That's the big thing down here. Have you noticed that? Hair pieces? The big thing down here is hair pieces. Want some fake hair? Virgin Malaysian. I don't mind. I'm not even asking. So she goes to this this kiosk guy and she's like, I want I want that uh that their pillow pet. And he goes, Well, it's fifteen bucks. And she goes, How about five? Now 
you and I have shopped retail before, and they're not typically open to you coming back with an offer. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. I don't often go pick up a video game, get to the front desk, and go. What do you say? Thirty bucks? That's not usually how it goes. She looks this guy in the eye and she goes, "How about five bucks?" And he goes, "How about ten? And she goes, "How about five? And he goes, "Okay." I know. <laughs> now, listen to me. This does not help me convince my child that the world is not hers for the taking because it is i know what is up with that i mean he couldn't bargain he down couldn't look a... at my 12 year old daughter and go <laughs> no fuck you the price is 15 dollars." no instead he goes sure why not and your friend can have one for five dollars too mm-hmm. because i like you because you're nice mm-hmm. you're you're cool I don't even know. I can't compete with that. Do you know what I'm saying? I can tell her whatever I want. She goes, but when I go out there, things are different, Dad. When I go outside the front door, I can go, give me that for 70% off. And people go, okay. I know. I'm surprised she just didn't ask for it. Can you just give it can to you me? Just give it to me. Mm-hmm. No, I, think I just have one? She has an instinctive knack for understanding that there's limits, right? And she knows I got to make some kind of token offer. I can't just say give it to me because that's rude. I can, however, mm. say give it to me for less than you bought it for to put in your shitty store so you just lost 10 Maybe bucks. Maybe he was like totally desperate to unload them. That or he's a kid toucher. Ah. I'm just saying. I always got to think about that too. I was like, well, mm. maybe he's just trying to lure her into the van. You know? Um, I got to remember that, man. I'm going to take her with me next time I need to get. <laughs> uh, so a washing machine? Dishwasher. Dishwasher? Mm-hmm. Okay. How about uh, 50 bucks? If she goes in there and looks like a little ragamuffin, goes, I can't wash the dishes by hand anymore. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. I don't know, though. I, I really don't. I don't know. All our kids are like that, though. They just get whatever they fucking need. They just go out into the world and go, please, sir. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's the wrong message, man. Though, I think Thing One's about to get a dose of unpleasant reality upside her noggin. We'll see. I was thinking it's coming. Yeah, well, getting, I'll learn getting, the hard way sometime. She's getting too big for her britches. And when I politely try to tell her she's getting too big for her britches, she flips the fuck out. Yep. So I'm going to let the world teach her what it's like to get a little a little smack upside the head with the she'll universe. The karmic penis to the forehead. It's not fun. Last year, a young man called into a radio station with a problem. He'd recently attended a bachelor party, he said, and a friend of the groom-to-be, clueless of the unwritten etiquette of maildom, brought his girlfriend along, derailing what was supposed to be a weekend of gambling, girls, and general debauchery. The caller told his story with passion and verb, and then asked the station's listeners for their advice on how to treat his clueless pal. Or at least he would have, had this been a real conversation. The young man, who asked to remain nameless in order to protect his chances for future employment, was an actor in the staged call and audition. A short while later, he received the following email. Thank you for auditioning for Premiere On Call, it said. Your audition was great. We'd like to invite you to join our official roster of ready-to-work actors. The job, the email indicated, paid $40 an hour with one hour guaranteed per day. I want you to do this. But what they're doing is this company is hiring people to call into talk shows 
and pretend to be listeners. Don't you think sometimes, though, that they often smack of that anyway? I used to think, okay, this is how I used to think it worked. I used to think people would call in and play along, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and and ham it up and try to be part of the end joke on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I guess it's not too unbelievable that they just call up and become douchey or, you know, or do whatever they're told to do. You know? Yeah. But I mean, that's not to say that every person that calls in on a radio show is fake. I, I think I think after reading We've this, never hired anybody to come well, harass us. We're not, while we're, we're not a real show. People come harass me. I know, I'm just own. saying though, but, I don't think it's on every it can't be every caller. It can't be every caller, but you know the ones that they highlight and really dig into, I think those are. Because if you think about it, if you're a radio host, right, you only have during an hour, if you don't have to play music, let's say you're just free to go, you've got about 40 minutes out of the hour where you have, you can do stuff, right? And it's going to get interrupted every eight minutes by two minutes worth of commercials or more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to get a really juicy phone call that's not going to go off the rails that you can get into and out of without any concern. And mm-hmm. I think that's what they do. I think if they need that it, makes sense. But... Yeah. They just punch it up and go because people are unfucking predictable. Back in the early days, we had people on the show and it was a mixed fucking bag. Well, that's true. You know what you I'm never saying? knew what was going to happen. Right. And that's why we, st- it's one of the reasons we stopped doing it. I, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I, that's true because you had to be ready to pull the plug at any time. Well, it's not so much that. I mean, I, I wouldn't have pulled the plug at anybody, but I understood that you weren't, weren't always pleased with our guests. Well, no, because a lot of times they were right. They were just trying to get my goat. Yes. And that means Tyler's not getting paid anymore. But I do. I mean, I think you should do this job. I think you would be good at it. I don't know. $40 an hour to call into fucking radio shows and make shit up. I think it sounds like a job for thing three. I think it sounds like a job for you. Good at making stuff up. <laughs> My mom. No, it's mm-hmm. not a good plan. Ah, that kid embellishes. Well, okay. I wonder where she gets it from. Well, we talked before about the fact that she's got all this, uh, you know, about her Facebook angst. And where I was like, please stop telling you want to end everything on Facebook. Right. You know, Facebook's getting a service now where if people think you're about to commit suicide, they can hit the Facebook emergency button to get you some help. Yeah, I saw that. That that concerns me. Yeah, because people are going to be punching it for jokes. They're going to be. I don't think it's going to last very long. If if I was, if I was, here's I'm so you are so lucky that I was born when I was born. If I was born twenty years later, I would have been an internet fucking terror. I'm sure there wouldn't have been Facebook. There'd have been fuckbook, and it would have been full of all kind of juvenile shit, and it would have been huge. Yeah. And Tyler, the name of the company was Premier On Call. Sorry, I can't type it in. I got punted out of the chat room. Nice job, Kim. Yeah. Way to way to ruin everything. Can't get back in. Next story. An Albuquerque woman claims she was kidnapped and beaten over an $80 debt. It all started after the alleged victim arrived at an apartment complex north of San Mateo and Gibson Boulevards in southeast Albuquerque on Friday. She told police she saw 41-year-old Carrie Pacheco outside. Pacheco followed her. A short time later, a man came up to her and made her leave, then forced her into the trunk of his car. I think that's... Just read it. Just read it. 
It says forced her into the truck of his car. Well, you know what? Later, the victim you claims said, you already said adequate, the man so. told her to undress, then beat her up and cut off her right pinky with a pair of shears. Now, <laughs> yipes. She was complaining about being kidnapped and beaten, but she didn't complain about now, her pinky finger being cut off. Here's the thing. I only put this story in here because it has a lot of my favorite things. It has small time crime, right? Mm -hmm. You clearly, and I don't care what anybody says. This chick borrowed 80 bucks from crazy Pacheco, the loan shark, right? I've played Grand Theft Auto. Uh, This name is a loan shark. Carrie Pacheco. Yeah. Carrie Pacheco will cut off your finger. And then they, the news kind of glosses over the fact that she was fucking around with loan sharks. Now, I'm not saying it's a loan shark's right to cut off your finger. I am, however, saying that if that's the route you choose to go, that's a risk you're kind of taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's weird that she saw him and then some other guy came along. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, like he shows up that's and goes. That's because one person's in charge and the other person's the heavy. Yeah, one guy's... One guy's uh, the fists. Yeah, one guy's Mr. Mr. Blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my friend's going to come talk to you now. But this is the thing, the thing too. Weird that, anyway. What? The whole thing sounds weird anyway. Well, that is weird. When you deal with small time crime, things get strange. That's true. And that's one of the things that I think is interesting about what's happening in our country. Not to get up on a high horse or anything, but people have realized that if you're just audacious, you can get away with anything. Because the people that totally fucked us all in general just went balls out and didn't give a shit. They knew they were breaking all. They knew they were doing nasty shit. They didn't care. And they didn't get in any trouble. They got billions of dollars. Woohoo, look at me. I always wondered why they went for the pinky. Because honestly, if you're going to mess with someone's day, why wouldn't you take the thumb? Well, okay, but here's why. Here's why. If you cut off somebody's pinky, they can still go to work the next day and will probably be able to pay you back. Yeah, I guess If so. you cut off a thumb, you pretty much stop them from being able to earn money. And now you're just mean. You know? And now you're just mean. Yeah. You I think when you're cutting people's you're, fingers okay, off, look, you're not terribly concerned about image. Here's the thing, though. If you're a loan shark, you have to maintain that level of I am a badass and not go over into the realm of I'm a complete fucking psycho who cuts off your thumb. You know what I'm saying? You get a pinky cut off. You learned your lesson. I don't know. I got a pinky toe. Wouldn't mind getting snipped off about now. You say that? I'm just saying. If, that, that. if I'm ever in this sort of situation, I will offer that one up first. Well, you know what they'll do, though? If they tried to cut off your pinky toe, it'd be like cutting through a bar of steel because your pinky toe is just this crusty amalgamation of calcium spurs now. When you feel it. Yeah, it's all knobbly. It's all knobby and the, there's too much bone. It's not and attractive. Not enough joint. And yet, the thing I understand is every time you break it, it gets more dwarfed and gnarled into your foot, you know? And yet you continue to break it. Maybe eventually it'll just disappear. You know what's really funny is how much you mock me over stubbing my toes and you stubbed your toe the other day while you were sitting on the couch. Okay, now listen. I understand that you think it's funny to mock me the one time out of every five years. But you whacked it so hard. I thought you were going to cry. It was was pretty bad. And here's what I did. And I, I, it's such a dumb thing. I was pushing myself back on the couch on the coffee table. I was putting my feet on the bottom part of the coffee table to push myself back. And my foot slipped and just rammed up into the top of the coffee table. And yes, it hurt. 
And yes, I totally get that it was a dumb thing to do, and I still don't totally understand how it happened. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very mean from somebody that stubs her toe weekly for you to give me a bunch of shit about the one. Whatever, time I you're always my toe. giving me crap about everything. Because so you paybacks you break your a toe, biatch. Because you bust your toe constantly. Exactly. Now you know how it happens. No, I don't. Now you can be a little more sympathetic. Anyway, so yeah, if I was a loan shark, I would take a pinky toe before I take an actual pinky. Pinky toe, they can still go to work and not show anybody. Somebody's going to ask true. questions if you show up with a missing pinky. But you're kind of limping. It does hurt. But, but you can say, I, I stubbed my toe real hard. Although the lady at the casino seemed to be doing just fine without two of her toes. That's nasty. It's nasty. Okay, here's my last story. A Nevada student who gave the opening address at his high school graduation last year has been charged with breaking into his school district's computer system and bumping up his classmates' grades for a fee. Police say Tyler Coiner, 19, was the ringleader in a group of 13 students who have been charged with conspiracy, theft, and computer intrusion in connection with the case. Last year, Coiner somehow obtained a password to the Pahrump Valley High School's grade system and over the course of two semesters, offered to change grades in return for cash payments, please say. Okay, here's This would have been you had you had a computer well, system. let me explain something back to you. Back in the day. Back in the day, when I was a junior, I believe, mm-hmm. our tiny little podunk high school got a computer system. Mm-hmm. A computer, one in the office? Is yes. A single? Yes. Yes. And... Teachers did, in fact, enter their grades on it, and we did, in fact, figure out a way to get in there and change them. However, the flaw in our plan was our teachers knew. Do you know what I'm saying? There weren't enough of us. Yeah. So if all of a sudden they see an A floating around with my name next to it, they're like, really? I don't think so. I was like, but I really did go to accounting. No, you did not. There's no A there for you. But I guess in a big enough school you could do it, the teachers wouldn't double check yeah i mean some of the schools are jimungus or some of the teachers like the the teachers here would just go oh cool somebody filled out my grades for me yeah because some of them wait until the last (laughs) damn second some of them wait until after the last second and honestly i don't think they should be able to do that honestly go in and change them the next time the next time it happens i am going to the school board because if you're required to send me status reports on a at a given time They should be required to be complete. I agree. And I don't think it's asking too much because, and you would think teachers would like them to be complete because it avoids the calls from parents going, what the fuck? How can my kid be failing your stupid ass class? And why didn't I hear about it? Right. And why didn't you fucking tell Mm -hmm. me? And their answer is, oh, your kid's actually getting an A. I am just a lazy cock fuck and I did not put it in the computer. Please come over here and put your penis in my ear so I will learn not to be such a lazy douche. Now, I understand not all teachers are lazy. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that they should make a special effort to get the shit in the computer on fucking time. Me too. But, you know, I also have a problem with group grades. Oh, I I think that shit should be abolished. This is what we're talking about. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but I know when teachers are feeling particularly sluggish because this is what they do. They take a project that really doesn't require six people, right? It's like a simple fucking project, like write this thing and draw Mm -hmm. a picture of it. And instead of just giving it to each kid, they put the class into four different groups and all these groups have to work together. And inevitably, half the kids are fucktards who can't do anything correctly, who don't even try. So 
when the kids who actually are doing stuff get to school and the fucktards are like, yeah, I didn't do my part. Everybody has to rush to get it done. And the fucktard still gets a good grade. Or they don't have enough time to do a good job on it and everybody gets like right. a C plus. Right. Which, which is bullshit. And, and honestly, I'm just going to from now on, if I see a group project come home, I'm just going to say no. No. I'm going to call the teacher and say, you know what? My kid's going to do this project by themselves because it's not fair to them to have to drag other people along. So fuck it. Okay. So if they were in there changing grades, why did they get charged with theft? I can understand cons- conspiracy and computer intrusion, but theft? Because it gets it gets weird. GPA, it gets, and it would affect scholarship potential, that I, kind of thing? I don't know. Is that why? I don't know. T- computer crime gets weird, and the law starts treating it all kinds of strange ways, and things just get strange. That's how I, I just chalk it up. I chalk it up to the fact that the police have no idea how to charge people for actual computer crime, so they just make shit up. Or is it because there was there were cash payments? Well, that wouldn't, generally that would fall under something more like racketeering, I yeah, think. I don't know. It doesn't sound like theft. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. You're confusing me. All I know is I'm sad that I'm going to be losing Tyler as a listener because he just got busted. I, ha- I, hope, I hope he has somebody to take care of his sharks while he's in the big house. I'm just kidding. There's a picture of this guy, though, and he's not going to do well if he has to go to real prison. Uh-oh. No, it's not going to be good. Hey, remember that story we told about the fuck saw? Yes. I was going to show you a picture. No. It's not dirty. No. It's not mm-hmm. dirty. Just look. I don't want to. There's not a person in the picture. That's what it is. He's dumb. <laughs> I like Kim's approach. The things. Well, that looks just stupid. Really dumb. I, I don't like mixing power tools in the fucking. I think somebody's. Some just, things just don't go together, like Ariel Tweedo and an airplane. Don't go together. Yeah, I, I, I like, uh, what's it called? Flying Wild? Mm-hmm. I like that show just because I like the family in general. You know what I mean? Like the dad's just like, I gotta go to work again. I'm out making millions of dollars. Though it is kind of funny that he acts like he's some kind of just working schmo. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about... Uh, the billions of dollars he's <laughs> well, Yeah, they in. go, they go, uh, a snowstorm is coming and it cost him $75,000 an hour. Okay. <laughs> exactly <laughs> can't feel too bad yeah let's stop pretending that we're lowly humble workers of the earth uh but i like his wife i think she's pretty cool and the, the kids are funny but yeah when they put the the daughter who's kind of a she's a little bit of a hootard they're not kid kids i mean they're in their 20s kids. early yeah. 20s but they put her in an airplane and she's trying to learn how to fly and she basically just flails her arms wildly there and screams while the plane crashes towards she has a hard earth. time staying awake well and she panics and she panics not a, not a good combination when you're trying to be a pilot. She's one of those girls that when they get overwhelmed, they regress till they're about six years old. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? She, she, her her brain kind of shuts down. She's very likable, though. Yeah. yeah. If she lived anywhere, by, anywhere but Alaska, she'd probably already be married to some kind of, you know what I mean? Probably. She'd be taken care of. But as it is, <laughs> there are no boys. Slim pickings up there. Yeah. And she's not exactly, I mean, she does weird shit. So people are like, what? Anyway, you got any other stories? I do not. I see your boobs. No. It's been a long time since I've seen your uh, boobs. Oh, whatever. When was the last time you think I saw your boobs? I don't know. Is this really something that <laughs> everybody needs to know? No. If it was more than 15 minutes ago, it's been too long. Just so you know. You can see them in your mind's eye. I'm about to go around and cut all holes in all your shirts. 
to remind you who the boss is. Any other thing on calls? Where can they call us? You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Let me use uh, reverse psychology. I don't want to see your boobs. I'm going to go. Good. Somewhere. I'm going to go see somebody else's boobs. Under wraps. Go see somebody else's boobs. Don't forget, you can use the Blue Reddit Convo for some podcast that leave us a review on iTunes. And send me some boobs. All right, Kim. No. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.